We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. E. This is Chris Nessie, founder of the Education Podcast Network. ISTE 2019 is right around the corner, and we're hosting an Education Podcast Network meetup. Come out on Sunday, June 23rd at 6 p.m. at Pat's King of Steaks and meet all your favorite Education Podcast Network podcasters and connect with other listeners. We're going to have an old-fashioned cheesesteak challenge. We're going to eat at Pat's. We're going to eat at Geno's. We're going to have a good time, talk podcasting, and we'd love to see you there. Come out on June 23rd at 6 p.m. if you're going to be in Philly for ISTE 2019. I look forward to seeing you there. Now, back to the podcast. Welcome to the Principal PLN podcast hosted by Dr. Spike Cook, Jessica Johnson, and Teresa Stagger. Principal PLN is a weekly roundtable discussion about current topics in educational leadership. Be sure to follow our hosts on Twitter at Dr. Spike Cook, at Principal J, and at Principal Stagger. There are many great ways to contact the PLN. Follow the hashtag Principal PLN or at Principal PLN on Twitter. You can also search and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. All links can be found online at PrincipalPLN.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Principal PLN podcast. We still exist. We did not fall off the planet. Completely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we fell into a school year. That's, that's, a, great, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> Teresa, I'm looking back and our last podcast that was posted was in like October. We did a podcast in January for the new year, we um, did. and that one is just in the abyss. It never got posted. It is. I think it's going to be a next year's uh, flashback. For anyone who doesn't know, I, I had a hip surgery in March, and um, Jess knew this, and so did Spike, but um, I haven't been able to go up and down in my basement for probably since Christmas because I can't go up and down the stairs, and I couldn't before the surgery. Um, and all of my podcasting stuff was in the basement. So whenever we did an episode of anything, I would have to get them all together and go downstairs and put it all on the big computer. And I couldn't get down there. And so my husband made me like a virtual machine. So I've been able to 
use all the stuff downstairs from my laptop upstairs because it's a desktop in the basement. So we can't like bring it up, but I, I've been working on the MASSP podcasts too. And so we finally figured something out that this will be easier. So this one will post much faster and the other one will be a fun flashback for next year. Yeah. So and we're missing Spike because it's a three-day weekend um, yes. and you're on your couch forever. So that's why we can podcast. Mm, right? I know. It works out <laughs> well. I'm on my couch and doing homework today. Um, that's right because you started your doctorate. I did start my doctorate. It's an awesome program. Um, I'm going through Arizona State. Uh, it's completely online and it's um, in doctorate in, a doctorate in leadership and innovation. Um and just a cool side note about how that all worked out because the Arizona state doesn't seem like a, like, I, cause I'm in Michigan. So it doesn't seem like a, you know, a quick, like, why would that happen? But um, Michigan state has actually always had this great masters in ed tech program. And I had looked there at their doctorate program because I know that their staff is amazing. And, um, and a lot of our people in our district had gone through that program as well. And so when I went back to check their doctoral program all online, and the reason I wanted it all online was because as a high school AP, I can't always guarantee that my Thursdays are open or my Tuesdays are open or whatever. So I wanted to do it online so that I had the flexibility to be able to do that. And um, the Michigan State roll they have a rolling deadline they only enroll every two years and I had just missed it so I was like well I don't want to wait another two years I want to get it in while I can um you know while it still makes well while right now it makes sense in you know the the life that I have with what's going on and um a lot of the masters in ed tech staff and faculty had moved to the Arizona State program Oh, wow. So the people that I wanted to study with anyway are just in a different program. And this is a phenomenal program. I highly, highly recommend it. It's super exciting. It's a cohort. Um, and it's, it's action research. It'll, it's, it's neat. I'm sure I'll have a lot more to share later, but I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I think um, it's been 11 years since I, 12 years since I finished my master's. So I was ready to go back to school. Um, so fun fact, my master's is from Arizona State University. That's right. <laughs> and um, I'm going back to get my doctorate as well. However, Yay. I'm not doing a, I looked at options. I don't think I can do just an online program. I want to interact with people. Um, so yeah. 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 I think um, that's, I was kind of worried about that too, about the interacting. I was surprised because when I went, when I went back for my master's, you know, it was, I finished in 2007. So there we, I had one online class. Um, and it really wasn't online. It was like, here's the message board. These are the assignments you do. You turn them in by this time. This one is very, it's cohort based. So you're always in all these groups. There's a lot of Zoom meetings. There's a lot of interaction. Everything's a group project. Like it's, sure. it's really cool the way that it, that it works out. Cause I felt the same way. Like I like to learn, I like to learn from people. Yeah. Um, and it's so, not necessarily the assignments. It's just the people. That right. Just the people. Yeah. yeah. So it's been neat to, um, to, to get introduced to, I started and actually started two weeks before the surgery. So I started March 10th um, and then I had my surgery and then I finished the first semester um, at the end of April and, or the first term, I guess they're weird terms, which you probably remember, but um, it's been really neat. It's been really neat. I'm very excited, but I, so while I have some new things starting, 
you have a big announcement that we can finally make on the Principal PLN podcast. What is it? Yeah. So, you know, I've been elementary principal in the same school for 11 years. I am finally graduating with the fifth graders and moving up with them. And I'm going to be the middle school, high school principal in our district. Um, our, uh, that principal is, is leaving for a new position. And um, my superintendent asked me and I said, yes, I, uh, it was hard. It was hard because I love my school. I love the elementary. I love the little kids. I love my staff. Um, but I'm, ex I'm excited for this transition to our middle school, high school. I love I love those kids, um, and I'm excited to be a part of that. Um, it's It's been interesting. I'm trying really hard to just finish out my elementary year strong. Um, and uh, however, I'm finding there's things that I, I've had to be involved in just in the transition process right now that, um, you know, normally we always talk about this on the podcast of how, you know, in the spring you have your foot in this year and you have your foot in next year. Um, and I have a third foot now because I'm, you know, got my foot in the year of planning things for the elementary and helping the new principal transition. But then my third foot that just came out of nowhere, is, <laughs> um, you know, for middle school, high school. So um, um, it's a little stressful, but I'm, I'm excited. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, there, there's so much, I feel like a new principal again, though. Like I was, I was reaching out to people. I literally like pulled up the books that I read as a first year principal, <laughs> like, you know, cause it, it's, it's starting new. Um, yeah. and I have, so some of the things that I have coming up is I, um, I am meeting with, I'm trying to meet with every staff member individually from both building levels. And so like I had a, a list of questions that I sent out to them. Um, you know, like I want to find out what are the strengths that should continue of the school? What are their hopes and dreams for the school? What changes need to be made? Um, how do we know if we made progress? What expectations do they have as me as their principal? Um, you know, those kinds of questions. So when school gets out next week, we only have four and a half days. No, three and a half days. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> we only have three and a half days left. Ah! Um, <laughs> then the following week, like, because I'm I'm scheduling by the hour. I have like two solid weeks of meetings. Sure. <laughs> so, and then also have to do the other stuff, like you know, physically clean out my office, which Lord knows that needs to happen after eleven years of accumulating. Yeah, that's a that's a <laughs> tough. Me and the dumpster are going to be besties. <laughs> Let's just talk about that. Um. There, when I announced it, I will share, um, most of the fifth graders were excited. There are some fifth graders who have not joined me since <laughs> preschool that let me know. Like one was very honest and said, I have really mixed emotions about this, Mrs. Johnson. I go, well, you know what? I do too. I do too. Um, and I will tell you, there is one teenager in my house who is not happy. I was going to ask. Yeah. He had finally gotten away from me. Um, and now I'm following him. So he's not so thrilled, but that's okay. What grade is he in? He is in seventh grade. Okay. So he had a year. He he had two years. Two years. Okay. Two years All right. Yeah. And your youngest is in which grade? He is in third grade. He is also oh, sad that I'm leaving, but he'll be fine. And here's the beautiful thing. Um, we have in, um, she has been a staff member in our district. I don't know how long since before me. She. 
um, has worked a number of different roles and she's been our, an instructional coach and our RTI coordinator and she's our summer school principal. She's gonna, she's gonna take over my position and it's just beautiful because she, um, she's not gonna, I mean, she'll have the transition to new principal, you know, to deal with, but she knows our kids. She knows our family. She knows everything that we have in place. She's worked with our teachers. So it's, um, it's really, it, I think it's going to be great. That'll be really, that'll be really exciting for her too. And for your staff to have somebody that they know, um, especially when you're going from a principal who's been there for so long, you know, some familiarity is, is helpful. But I think for those who aren't familiar with the structure of what justice school looks like, Jess, can you explain like where, where you're oh, actually yeah. moving? So we are, we're such a small district that we are all literally preschool through 12th grade, all in one building. Just each building level has a separate wing. So my 4K, four-year-old kindergarten through 12, <laughs> through fifth grade is in an elementary build, elementary side where we don't really interact. Like it's literally a separate building attached. Um, Middle school is sixth through eighth grade. Um, they have one wing. And then high school is ninth through 12th grade, and they have one wing. So there's a principal of the middle school and high school. And there's also an associate principal of the middle school, high school. She's also the athletic director. Um, so it will be of two schools. Um, however, there is some overlap of staff who, because we're small, I mean, there are some, some um, teachers, social studies, science, even math, who teach some middle school and some high school classes. So um, yeah, so I have a lot to learn. I have been learning a lot. Um, you know, even even in the hiring process of like figuring out like, okay, what is that licensure? Because I've never, you know, it's just, I'm learning a lot. Yeah, there's a yeah. there's a lot to learn with that too. Will your, your associate principal, will they stay the same? Okay, good. That'll be helpful and too. And she's been in the district forever, probably longer than anybody. So, um, yeah, yeah. So that that's good. Awesome. That'll be that'll be helpful. Um, yeah, you know, even in, um, I would be I would be shocked if there were people listening who didn't have some overlap in middle school, high school staff. I think even we have some staff in the smaller departments, like our world language departments, and in some of our, even English, we have an English teacher who works at the middle school and comes to the high school for one, one section because we don't have, we don't have enough overlap to, to necessitate another FTE, but, um, but do have that back and forth. So it's, it's nice for, for your staff who go back and forth. It's nice that they're in the same building though. Yeah. Oh, it is. We're so yeah. lucky. And there's so many great things about being in the same building of like high school or middle school students coming down to elementary to mentor. Yeah. Like there, there are high school kids that I'm like, okay, once you graduate with your degree, we're hiring you in four years, like yep. you're coming back. Or, you know, there are some kids that like, I consider them to be a para because I'm like, yeah. we like, we need you at this time. You are so amazing with kids when you come down. Um, you know, we've built future teachers that way. It's really, it's really amazing. I, I wouldn't, I don't think I would go back to being, um, in, in separate buildings. I love it. Yeah. That, that's one thing I really missed when I left St. Mary's was because we had the pre-K through eight and we had the ability for the middle school kids to mentor. They had, they had, we had buddy grades. And so, you know, the eighth graders, even when we were at mass, you know, eighth graders sat with the kindergartners and the seventh graders sat with the first graders. And so there's always this partnership going on. But I'll tell you, we have, we have this amazing program 
um, insulin that it's the connecting program. And so our, um, I can't, I don't know how many sections of it. We have probably three each trimester, but our students who are juniors or seniors can take this connecting class and they learn because we're, we're a fully inclusive school district. So um, with special needs students. And so they've worked, you know, as there's a star program in the middle school and, and they've got different programs as they go through. And then the connecting students actually go into classrooms and work as a para mm-hmm. for the hour or 70 minutes that they're there. Um, and, and it's the same thing for us. Like they leave and a lot of them come back in their paras or, or they come back, you know, we have careers in ed, which is like a student teaching type experience where they get to go and help in the classrooms. Um, and a lot of those students have come back too as, as teachers later. It's, it's so neat to see them grow, you know, within the program. And then especially as, as difficult as it is to hire paras, yeah. oh. um, you know, to have, to have students who truly love, truly love the job because they've, yeah. you know, they've been a part of it as they were, as they yeah. were growing. So it's, it's really fun to watch. Yeah. So I, um, like I said, I'm learning, I'm doing everything I can to learn. I'm in a boxer group that is for secondary. Good. I am also started a boxer group with, um, some other principals that are transitioning to different principal roles as well. Cause Very good. you know, like we're all in the same boat of going through this again. Um, but I still have like, um, like things that I need, I need to try and figure out, like before the podcast, before we started recording, you were talking about like all those fun things I do for elementary, you know, um, am I going to be able to do that for middle school, high school? Like I want to do the fun thing. <laughs> I do. But so one, one thing I'm going to look into, um, Melinda Miller shared this on a, on another podcast, um, the in a podcast, she talked about how, you know, she was always buying all this stuff for her staff and, gifts and and whatever but then she realized from the five um what is it the five languages of love mm-hmm. there was actually a five languages of appreciation in the workplace and she realized that like when she she had her staff take this survey and she learned that like only three of them have the love language of um gifts mm. well so of course they weren't appreciating all of the stuff they were buying for her right so yeah. I'm, um, I'm going to, I'll have this in the show notes. Um, I haven't looked into it yet and I haven't, you know, chatted with Melinda about how she did that, but I plan to, you know, maybe use that survey with my staff to get to know them so that um, I know, like, can I bring the fun? Should I, but you know what I mean? Yeah. That's um, a great idea. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the things um, I do still want to bring the fun. <laughs> right. I know how it's hard of who you are. It's hard. It's, it's hard yeah. to, it's hard to um, it's hard to transition from, and you know we were talking we were talking about this before the podcast, but it's hard to tra- transition from an elementary principal to a high school principal because the and and given that that you'll be a middle school and high school that changes things a little bit I think, mm-hmm. um, but it's a very it's a different place the the workplaces are very different and and. I don't know anyone who's made that transition that would say anything that would say it differently. Oh, I'm um, sure. But you yeah. need to know, you know, just, I think that's a great idea. Checking your, checking your staff um, with what they do appreciate. I think that's, I, I was just talking about the five love languages with somebody the other day, literally like Tuesday night, we were just having this conversation because it is, it is really important to understand um, so that you're not frustrated. I saw, I saw a post on a Facebook group the other day about a teacher or a principal who had sent some teachers to the Ron Clark Academy yeah. for um, PD. 
And what she was upset because they didn't share any pictures with her um, while they were gone and didn't say thank you. And so there was this, this back and forth conversation happening within the comments. And it was, well, you know, why did you send them? Number one, did they ask or did you just send them because of, was there a reason? Um, you know, maybe they felt that this was a reward for something they'd been doing really well. Maybe, you know, they're just so overwhelmed that they weren't thinking about it. Why were you expecting a thank you for sending people to the PD? You know, there were all these different, all of these different principals who had had different views on why she felt that she expected a thank you. And right, wrong, good or bad, that's that that was a good conversation to read because you don't you don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, she she was looking at it as, well, it's really expensive and it's hard to find subs this time of year and they should have been grateful. And the people who were responding were saying, not all of them, many of, you know, many of them agreed too, but some of the conversation was, well, why do you feel like you need to be thanked mm-hmm. for this? You know, maybe this isn't their, you know, the way that they speak, the way that they show appreciation. Maybe they're thinking this is the way you show appreciation. And so um, I think, you know, Melinda has always, you know, she's been always on the top of the list of amazing ideas oh, and, sure. and great things for for helping with staff development and all that good stuff. And so I think, um, it, and, you know, it's not surprising she had such a great idea of, of sending that out. And I, I, it's not a, it's not a bad idea yeah. at all. So, Hey, since we're, we mentioned her, I'm going to share, she's got, um, you can sign up for a newsletter at her blog and she's been sending out some like little good nuggets. And I think she's got something in the works coming up, um, to help principals as well. So I'll make sure we include yes. her, um, yeah blog link here okay and then so random since you mentioned ron clark um he was a keynote at ascd in chicago in march yeah if you ever get the chance to hear ron clark speak i was like i was exhausted after his (laughs) keynote because i was going back and forth between crying and laughing um he is so amazing, such an amazing speaker. And then I've never watched the show Survivor in my entire life. I haven't either, but I, I know he was on it, Survivor. right? Yeah. So I am now a faithful Survivor fan because of that. Um, so just wanted to share that. I think my my understanding, and if I, I because I, I knew he was on it, and then mm-hmm. I had just gone the other day to go look and see. I don't remember. I don't even remember what triggered me wanting to look, but I, I went to go look and see what was on the, um, like if, how far he got, Yeah, you know, in the process. Cause when you look at, I also have never seen an episode. It does not interest me at all. And I know, you know, it may be crazy, but that's not, it's not my thing. So, um, I wanted to see just to, to figure it out. And so I went and looked and I, I saw that they, have you know there's a big graph on how far everybody goes in the season and it's it's crazy in wikipedia they've got it all set to go but um i think the season and i may be wrong and anyone who's listening feel free to tell me if i'm wrong i I like to be told i'm wrong but i think they're still i think it's still running Um, i don't think the season he's on is over i'm a couple of weeks behind so i haven't watched it but my family we became addicts and then we bought the cbs pass and we have been watching like (laughs) 
previous seasons now, we're hooked. We are hooked. That's, that's to be totally honest, that's part of the reason why I don't want to watch it because I, I don't need to be hooked it's, on anything right now. <laughs> yeah, like we're watching an older season that is um, uh, Millennials versus Generation X. Oh my God. It's oh, so I bet funny. that's funny. It, yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good stuff. So, hey, I only have like five more minutes before. Yeah. I have to get to my next thing this weekend. What? Um, okay, so it's it's transition time for people. Some people are already done with school. <laughs> um, what are the things that you plan on? Like, what's your summer plans for for work? So, um, my summer plans for work are um, get it. <laughs> Seems seems so simple. Just get ready for next year, right? Like, yeah. Um, I want to set up what I learned this year. Um, going out, I was out on medical leave for a little bit for my surgery, and because we have a team of, uh, we have a principal and then three assistant principals, and my role um, is mostly the curriculum based um, AP. Like, we have one who really focuses on special ed. Um, so, uh, my when I what I learned when I left was. I got everything ready from then until the end of the year because I wasn't sure what, you know, when I'd be back. I didn't know what the recovery would look like. So I set up all the weekly reminders until the end of the year. I filled in all the staff birthdays. I felt like just all of that little stuff, um, our Hornet time calendar, getting ready, which is our social emotional um, weekly class that we have. And I, I put all the lesson plans and everything together for that. I got all the communications ready. I got the lesson plans ready. I got the weekly reminder parts of those ready. Um, so I think what I'm going to try to do this year is get that stuff done in the summer um, because it was a lot easier once it was already finished instead of having to recreate the wheel every week. And then also um, what I like to do in the summer is set up the social media, um, everything that can be scheduled ahead of time. We use Hootsuite for Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And so I like to do all the graphics for um, exam periods for when there's no school for the early release days. Um, you get it that far in advance. I do. Yeah, we have, well, we have our schedule set. Um, our, our schedule has to be, um, approved by the SEA. Um, and so that is usually done. Our schedule is finished in, um, like March. Wow. So I can sit and do all of, you know, I can schedule all the early release things, you know, don't forget tomorrow's early release. This is what the schedule looks like. Um, I like to do the exam schedules ahead of time. And then if it changes, I can go in and edit it because it's, you know, it's all in Hootsuite already. So I can just go and change it. But it's nice to have that stuff done. So I don't need to, you know, remember that. Do you, you know, have a paid account to Hootsuite or do you just use the free? I use the free for a while, but you can only schedule 30 things. And when you're doing Facebook, Twitter, Hootsuite, that means you're using three for each for each thing you're scheduling. So you can only schedule 10 things out. And while that works okay, if you have a small building and you're not scheduling yeah. a ton of stuff, I also schedule, like I like to send out reminders for the kids. We have 85 student clubs and organizations. So I like to send out reminders for things that they're doing and choir concerts yeah. and band things. And, you know, and the, the 85 things are extracurricular. That's not including anything that happens during the school day or publicity that goes out. So it, for us, it didn't, it made sense to purchase to purchase the yearly one mm -hmm. um, be just because we've, it's, it's just such a beast to try to, to try to schedule time to do it during the week was becoming way too day. And I was spending hours trying to get it done. Um, it's just not worth it. It's, it was easier for us to pay. I think it's, I want to say it's $456 a year for the unlimited. 
Okay. Um, and so we do that now. But but the, if you're not doing Facebook, Twitter, Hootsuite, if you want to use if this, then that to post from one to the other, you know, there are ways to work it out that you don't have to do. You can make it work in the in the individual one. But so that's okay. that's what my summer, I think, yeah, is going to be spent doing plus conferences and all that good stuff. What about you? Besides your super transition, um, obviously. Yeah, you know, just plan everything. Hire people, get the schedule yeah. done. Just pretty much do everything. Love it. That's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's it, right? That's all. No that's big all. deal. Yeah. So enjoy your last, you have three and a half days. We've got, um, I think we have three weeks left. Um, so it, anyone who's still in school, enjoy. Anyone who's not, uh, keep planning. If you have suggestions for Jess on her yeah, transition. Please. Bring them on. Like, I'm sure she I, would love them. Literally reading the first year principal book again, like just because I need it. So. Help yes. me out, people. Help so, me out. Thank you for listening. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll be following Jess's, um, Jess's transition. Uh, we'll podcast more through the summer so you can hear about how that's going. Yeah, and let's do that. Yeah, we, we need to. more than twice a year. Uh, that would be amazing. <laughs> that's, that's, that was always, that was always the plan. <laughs> always the plan. <laughs> we did once a time do that. Just We did. And I think, you know, what's what's funny is that the, I, th I find it ironic. Um, because when we started the podcast, it was we were like help. the only principal podcast. We, well, we were, yeah. Point. I mean, that was it. And so, and so, and the reason that we started it was to try to like to document my first year to help other principals get yeah. through their first year. But then we all made transitions and stopped podcasting because we didn't have time. And the whole reason that we started podcasting was so that we could help each other, like so you guys could help me, and then we were helping Spike and. So it's funny. I think, you know, we always talk about how there's not enough time to do things, but we have to make time for the things that are important. And I think yeah. um, anytime there's a transition for any of us, it's important. But, but you know, even more for the people who are listening to try to, to, try to get something from, from what we're trying to do. And for, you know, now that, now that Spike and I have made the transition from Spike from elementary to middle school and me from elementary to high school, um, you know, now we can finally help you. Yeah, gosh, Lord knows I'm gonna need it. It's the, the full circle. This is where we are, Jess. It's full circle. The circle of life. I won't <laughs> sing it. I'll save y'all. Okay. All right. Principal PLN out. Thanks for sharing in the learning with us today. Remember to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and continue the conversation by joining the Boxer Group. Links can be found at principalpln.com. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash B to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet tier one standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to ixl.com slash B to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals.
That's IXL.com slash B-E.